Well, welcome to another Momentary Mindfulness. So I've been going through this book, The Happiness Hypothesis. And if it's your first time, you know, listening, then welcome. If not, then you know exactly where we at. We talking about love and attachments, which I believe, let me go back. I forget what chapter that is. That's uh, one second, chapter six. And one thing was really cool is like, I thought it was very interesting that at the beginning of this chapter on love, it was all about this relationship between a mother and her child and how that was such a significant foundation to being able to receive love. And like last week, we talked about love conquering fear and how kids, as they feel more safe, um, feel like they can adventure out more. And then the next section was the proof is in the parenting And so I thought it'd be fun to bring on a extremely super sexy woman to kind of explain (laughs) this for me. So, um, so yeah, so don't tell my wife, but anyways, welcome Brittany to the show. (laughs) I I am actually his wife. Crap. I wanted to sound cool. (laughs) It's not cool to have a wife. (laughs) Yes, it is. I'm just kidding. So you read the the proof is in the parenting part, and and you've been kind of going through this book, and we talk about it. Um, But one thing I thought was really funny is right after you read it, you were like second-guessing yourself as a parent. I was. And I think that's actually really interesting because I think that, you know, even if you read this book, like, or you're just listening and and just kind of gaining some of my random filtered nuggets about the book, I think that's like a huge thing is like not to be too hard on yourself. Cause I think the first thing you can do is like you were reading this and you were like, Oh man, like what did I, what have yeah, I, I reread that the, this little last paragraph like five times. It took me so long. Cause I kept reading that little part. I'm like, Oh my God. What was it about oh. that chapter in general? It made you feel that way. Well, it was saying, uh, it talked about if you, I don't know how you respond to your child at home. If you're loving, if you're caring, or if you just dismiss their pains, So saying like, if you just dismiss them and you don't care about them, you don't show concern when they're hurting, then they're less likely to go off and play or something, right? Yeah. Yes. And then, but I'm thinking, oh my gosh, Roman, lately he hasn't been an introvert, but he still kind of is an introvert. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know if he would go off and play, but I feel like at home I'm very attentive to his needs and everything but oh first yeah. of all i think you do Did amazing you hear it in my voice yeah, i was like oh my like, god but i think the thing is is like i think there's so many more variables than just this is the point i'm making right. as you are someone that has and it's been awesome that you have had the opportunity for the last two and a half years of our son's life to pretty much be with him every day that he's awake Every every minute of every day that he's away. (laughs) You're like, you're like, like, uh, yeah, it's actually been like every minute (laughs) and it's cool, man. But, and I've seen such a, you know, it's, it's awesome to see how much our son has grown through that. But I also think that in a lot of ways, you know, kids are just kids and kids have different personalities. So just because you're, you know, spending every waking moment with your kid doesn't mean that, you know, they're not going to be introvert. Like they can still be introvert. Right. And I think it's more of like a security within themselves. doesn't mean they have to like have this personality that's boisterous and wants to like interact with every single human that they see. They might, that might not just be who they are, you know? And so I think there's a little bit of a balance. He does actually lately want to interact with every person that he sees. 
well, at the grocery store. Shit. I'm just kidding. Hi, hi, <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Yeah, he does do that a lot yeah, lately. Yeah, he wants to say hi to everybody. And if they don't say hi, he'll just keep saying hi yeah. until they respond. But that's new. So I don't know. It makes me wonder have I actually started doing something right just recently? Or is he he's just a person and nah, changing and yeah. growing? And I think he's just blossoming, man. I really I do. I think I will second guess myself until. My last day of life. I think that's what we do, isn't it? Weird. I think I do that too, man. I mean, as much as I work on myself or even read this damn book about being happy, you know, and I'll learn something from it, then I'll just sit around and second guess myself if I'm even able to do what I'm learning to do, Mm -hmm. you know, or if I'm doing it right. And there's this constant thing, you know, do, do you think that now that you're older, the way that you were raised as a kid and the way I was raised as a kid still affect us? Or do you think that now we've come to like a, a place where that we've like had that deconstruction and almost reconstruction of our own things? I think I, so I'm reading this book called You Are Not Your Brain. Yeah, it's a sick ass book. You actually bought it. I and, bought it and then didn't read it. <laughs> but I saw it sitting there. I'm like, wait a minute, this looks cool. And then you told me it was the authors that were on... Deepak Chopra. Yeah, they're on the Deepak Chopra podcast. Both of them are one of them. I think it was just. I think it was just one. The chick. The chick. The chick. I'm like the woman. The woman. Yeah, the fucking chick. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So (laughs) anyway, I just read this part where I don't know if this is really someone they know or they just created the scenario, but there's this family or there's this girl named Sarah, and she uh, had this project at work. And she did everything great. And her boss said, everything was so great, but maybe next time we should get it in a little earlier. And she was thinking, oh my God, the only reason we didn't get it in earlier is because you kept changing things. So she was like, had so much anxiety about just that one interaction with her boss, even though he gave her so much praise. And then they were able to point it back to this time when she was a little kid and her family went to get ice cream every week or something. And then she spilled hers on the ground. And her little brother was like, ha, or her older brother was like, ha, you're such a loser. Something said a bunch of mean things. And then her mom, see, this is what makes me think it's not real. Because what kind of parent would say this? It's probably real. (laughs) But her mom was like, well, that's what you get for not paying attention. And I'm like, what the fuck? If that was me, that little boy, I would have taken his ice cream, threw it in the trash and granted him for a month. Yeah. But anyway, so it was, uh, they pointed out how uh, they didn't show or give her attention and show uh, any care for her feelings that she was having, the sadness that she had, how she was so bummed about her ice cream. And she was just, well, that's what you get. And so she carried that on with her thinking, oh, my feelings aren't valid. My feelings aren't valid. Something. And I forget really like the whole intricate yeah, story well, of it. And so she carried that on with her until she was yeah. able to be mindful enough to identify it and then so anytime something like that happened the circuits in your brain would get stronger and stronger and remind you oh this is how you should feel when something like that happens yeah and so it takes a while to weaken those circuits and takes a lot of mindfulness and energy to redirect yeah and i I think we also lived in a time pre-internet where like and i'm not saying our parents directly did this all the time i'm sure they did i'm sure every parent did at some point but um, this idea of like, maybe not strategically saying it, but more acting it. I know when I was raised, it seemed a very common theme towards any grown up I was around. And there was this idea that because you're a child, like your ideas and, and feelings aren't as valid. 
Like you're just, you're, it's just like, I'm the parent. I, I wonder, like, that's something I get caught up in thinking about, you know, my son, our son, you know, is like, damn, am I, am I like p- mulling over his emotions in any moment? You know what I mean? Like when it's sometime when you've got a bunch of shit going on or you got to get somewhere, go to work or this or that, or we got to like, l- you know, rip him from the playground. Cause we got to go somewhere. And it's like, it's always so hard because I feel like I want to like pay attention to how he's actually feeling, yeah. you know, because I don't want him to have this like sense of like, well, no one fucking listens to me. You know what I mean? Like That's why I like from that other parenting book that I read, happiest toddler on the block saying, yes, I know you feel this way. Yes. Instead yeah. of saying, you're fine. You're fine. I hate when I hear that now. Yeah. I've you're actually fine, noticed a fine. huge difference too in Roman when you do that. Like when mm-hmm. we, when we look at him, we're like, I know Roman wants to X, Y, Z, you know, whatever the situation this is. This is why like, you're upset. Like, yes, we you're get upset it. We, yeah, this. we yes, understand I know. it. Yeah, it's but almost we like. we cannot do that. Yeah, that's he actually one better. of, yeah, that's one of my favorite things that we do it, as far as like parenting goes. Do you feel like you're too hard on yourself as a parent? Like, do you feel like you give yourself enough grace? I feel like, No. I don't know. (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't know anything. So in that, um, you are not your brain book. It has you list out certain things that you do habitually without really thinking or certain things that you want to change or things you do that you don't want to do all those. And most of mine had to do with parenting and like being a lazy parent being, but you're not, are you just afraid you're going to be? Well, there's times where I could, meal prep for him and I don't oh. there's times where I could set up a craft and but I, I don't but I feel like yeah like you're being hard because you're you're where... great you're incredible you're like up every morning and you're doing all this crazy stuff and you're such an incredible parent you're so you sweet you just have to stop policing yourself and yeah, give yourself yeah so I definitely grace. think I am harder on myself anytime I talk to any of my friends or my sisters or my mom or your mom or my grandma all of them are hard on themselves about the job that they did or are doing as a parent? Yes. It's so weird. But then you get the other flip side of parenting where people don't give a shit clearly about like... Have you like, met any of those? Have I ever... Oh, I've met people for sure. Now, do I like hang out with people <laughs> like that? Probably not because I like, try to distance myself from <laughs> shitty people and picking up bad habits, you know? Um but yeah, no, I mean, you see it all the time. Like you see the way people react in public and maybe that's not how they always are. You know, maybe people oh, are reacting in stress. Oh, remember that mom at the park? <gasps> oh, that's how we'll wrap <gasps> it up. This is how we'll wrap it up. This I was am still... fucking insane. I mean, we're making it sound like she beat him. No, and, we're, and we are talking, like, we're talking some shit now, but I don't give a shit. Bad. She needs to be talked shit about. He I wish I knew like, her name and her number and I could I've, just put it out honestly, on the end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish that I just would have said something then. But really, it's not my job to just get in people's lanes and disrupt yeah, them. No, yeah, it was. It wouldn't have been appropriate for sure. But do you want to tell the story? This or? little boy. We're and first park. of all, let me say, I have done so much research on what kids at their age, two, two and a half, three, are supposed to do. He was doing exactly what a two and a half year old is supposed to mm-hmm. do. Trying break to boundaries. do some break boundaries trying to do something he knows he's not supposed to do mm-hmm. if your kid is not doing that you should be worried yeah you should actually be worried that he's not developing right yes, yeah they like should he's be trying to, to be. get away with things yes. they're not supposed to yeah because i've seen 
kids <laughs> not do that and that, that they're yeah, supposed to. Yeah. So he was And as being, a parent, you have to have that extra grace to understand that and have that awareness that that's what they're doing. Yes. Yeah, so this little boy, and I still, my heart, he's so sweet. I don't yeah. even know him. He Bobby, but we'll call him Bobby. <laughs> we don't know his name. But. He, his mom. It was the end of the day, you know, five or six o'clock at, at the, the park. park. Yeah, and he was was he on the other side of the fence? Yeah, essentially, they got out of the car, and he was on the other side of the fence, and he started running down this sidewalk oh, okay. away from her, mm-hmm. and then he went all the way to the edge of the like. So there's almost like a like a fence. There's a giant park, and then a fenced in park. Essentially, is what we're talking about. And he was on the outside of that fence. And he he, he almost, wasn't in he wasn't by any cars or anything. No, yeah, he was on the other side, like yeah. up in the field, but on the other side of the fence, and he was just running away from her. And she was saying, come And she back, was walking like back, super slow, back. and she could have caught up with him like originally pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, she was like, "Come back, stop right now, don't go any further." And he kept tiptoeing, like, "Yeah, he's being cute. Just, he he's being so a two, cute. he's being a two and a half year old." And then she gets him, and he falls to the ground, and she's like, "We've been away from each other all day, and this is how you treat me. I just wanted to spend time with you." And he's just just a little cute. Yeah. Like not understanding. It was crazy what she said. I think it was even more than that, but that was the gist of it. It was like how I can't believe we've been away from each other all day and this is the way you're going to act. This is the way you're going to treat mommy. And I was like, whoa. I was like, what a fucking crazy ass guilt trip from to a kid that doesn't even understand the concept of time or that you even were gone. They've been away from each other all day. No, of course he doesn't. He's just being a kid. He was just running away. It wasn't his decision. Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah, sure, you could put him in timeout, and that would have been fine. But it was the it was the weird like narration that she gave this child, this like yeah. totally wild, out of the ordinary, like you, like she put those words in her child's mouth as a two year old, three year old, like like he really thought about that, like yeah, man, like mom's been gone all day, like <laughs> fuck her, I'm gonna go run away, and I don't give a shit about her feelings, like he didn't even know how to conceptualize that, and I think that. You know, as a parent, that's something that's really huge. And maybe that is the thing to walk away from is like, is number one, give yourself grace. Don't beat yourself up. But also realize that as the parent, it is your job to make the emotionally mature decision because you're two-year-old, three-year-old, one-year-old, five-year-old, six-year-old, any age, honestly, because they're younger than you, <laughs> are never going to truly be able to conceptualize things, hopefully, at the at the place you can, you know, maybe because you have more time and effort now. Who knows? Maybe you're cognitively not you know trying to do anything and maybe your kid is smarter than you i don't know <laughs> like but in general mm-hmm. speaking you know well this was super fun thank you for coming on real quick and talking about parenting yes thank you i i think i was a little hesitant because i do second guess my parenting every day and i think i always will i hope i don't always yeah Anytime I talk to my sisters, and if I do do something good, something like, oh, I made him, like, oh, we made this car wash. I'm actually going to make a car wash today with yarn and a box and stuff. I told my sister Sarah about it. Oh, no, not her. The other one. And Rita. And she was like, oh, my God, you're so good. I don't do anything like that. And so she was starting to feel bad just comparing herself to me. But I feel bad comparing myself to everybody else. So what it's do we do? It's just a vicious cycle of comparison. And you could say that for anything and everything in life. Don't com- Remember, comparison is a thief of joy. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I think that it's balance. It is, obviously, there is always work to be done, like as a parent. Like you could always be better, get better at it. 
But then I think there's that balance of like pouring grace of yourself that like you're human and no matter how much we you read a book or try to be something or this thing or whatever, or try to be this parent, like there's going to be moments where you mess up and, and that's okay. Like that's about being a human. I think that it's trying not to have the superiority complex over your kid. So like when you do mm-hmm. fail or make a mistake, like admit to it. I think it's okay to be like, you know, dada or mama or, or mom or dad, if they're older or whatever, you know, like, Hey, I messed up. Like I shouldn't have done this, you know, like, and you know, I think that that's just, you have to, you have to kind of give yourself a break. Yeah, you do. It's important or else you drive yourself crazy. Hell yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me.